Hey, what's up? We're Brave Youth, a youth movement happening all across Miami, starting at our home, Brave Church. Thanks for checking out our podcast. We can't wait to see how God's going to use it to change your life. Enjoy the message. Hey, real quick, before we get started, I want to tell you a little bit who I am. My name is Faye. I already got introduced. That's, that's F-E, not F-E-Y or F-A-E. It's F-E, faith in Spanish. Um, I'll, I've been coming to Brave Church for about, since like 2013. I don't know, I'm not good at math, so I don't know how much that is. Yeah, there you go, whatever. It's not six years. But um, I've been blessed in this place, man. This, this same altar, I've cried out to God plenty of times. And this is exactly where God has told me, has called me. There's nothing else that I'd rather do in my life but be able to communicate with students, communicate with teenagers. I think that teenagers are the best people in the world, man. Hey, teenagers, yo, I freaking love you guys. You guys are the best. See, about two years ago, I, I wanted to quit on God. But somebody didn't, somebody that let me. So I want to honor Jesenia because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here. Come on, how many of you guys know that I'm getting married in about a month? Let's go. So I want to honor her first and foremost because if it wasn't for her pushing me, she saw something that I didn't see inside of me. She saw a lion inside of me. And she just told me to, to go chase God like never before and take a bigger step into leadership. And if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be able to do it. I love you. Aww. Hey, but I want to honor our pastors, Pastor Darrison and Pastor Whitney, for giving me this opportunity. Can, can we give it up for Brave Church? Can we give it up for Brave Church? Hey, let's give it up to, for the production team, though. I heard that those guys are the best. Come on, I'm excited. I'm excited. Hey, tonight I want to continue on our series of There Is Hope. Come on, somebody say There Is Hope. We've talked about hope through prayer, and we've talked about hope when your back is against the wall. How many of you guys have enjoyed these messages? How many of you guys have connected with them? See, the title of my message is there is hope in his presence. See, will you, will, you pray to, will you pray with me? Because I feel like God put a strong message in my heart for you guys tonight. So let's bow our heads and let's pray. God, thank you for this moment. Thank you for this opportunity, Jesus. For, from this moment forward, let it be your words and not mine, God. I thank you for the opportunity to stand on this stage. Father God, show us about your presence. Even as I, even as I go through this message, God, I pray that you start showing me revelation. And as I preach, my God, that I'm preaching to myself, not only to these students. So we give you glory and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Say, how many of you guys have ever met your celebrity, your favorite celebrity, athlete, See, I met one, but let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. See, I was at a Heat game. You might not believe me, but I was at a Heat game. I'm not even a Heat fan because they're garbage. But that, that's a conversation for later. See, I was at a Heat game one time, and I, I saw this gentleman that sat close to me. And I was like, man, I've seen this guy before. 
And then I realized that it's Sylvester Stallone. Does anybody know who that is? Rambo, Rocky, come on. See, I saw, I, I, I seen him and I was like, wow, it's freaking Sylvester Stallone. This is crazy. See, I was in the presence of Sylvester Stallone. See, in the middle of the game, a fight broke out. It was crazy. It was trippy. And if you know me, if you know me, I'm a lover, not a fighter. So I got nervous. I got scared. And I was like, yo, I got to get out of here ASAP. But how many of you know, because Sylvester Stallone was there, I felt safe. My boy Rambo was out there. So I was like, yo, I ain't got nothing to worry about. Somebody comes up to us. Somebody throws a beer bottle or something. He's going to hit it out of the way. I'm not worried about anything. But then it started getting a little chaotic. And, and I see him stand up. I see him stand up and he walks away. So I was like, yo, I got to follow this guy. So I get up. I moved this little kid. I'm like, yo, get the heck out of the way, kid. And I, and I follow, and I, and I look for Sylvester Stallone, but I can't find them in the crowd. Then all of a sudden, I see this really, really small man with a beard. And I was like, there's no way that Sylvester Stallone is this tall. See, he reads like my elbow. And I was like, yo, CGI and Marvel and all these people, that, that thing is real. Because he looks like he's seven feet tall in movies. But in reality, he's like 4'3". And at that exact moment that I saw his height, I got nervous again. Because how is this little man going to protect me from anything? See, shout out to my short people. Come on, who's short? Let me hear it. Hey, you're short if you're like five and below. Five feet and below. Some of you guys think that you're short and you're like 5'8". You're not short. So, shout out to my short people, but... Man, at that situation, in that moment, you guys can't do nothing for me. What am I supposed to do? How are you going to protect me? How? I, I could, I, at, at that moment, I thought of maybe if I pick him up and I use him as a shield, I thought about throwing him around like Captain America. I don't know. I don't know. I had no idea what to do. But at that moment, he didn't. He was not going to help me. I was very disappointed. How many of you guys know that that experience with one of my favorite celebrities was a fail? Come on, how many of you guys can agree that was tremendo feo? <laughs> See, but I come here tonight to tell you that I believe that there's a presence that will never fail you. See, there's a presence that you can run to no matter what. I believe that there's a presence that you can run to and everything that you need is there. Can I tell you today that God's presence has everything that you need? God's presence will not fail you. Come on. Is there anybody that's grateful in this place that we have a God that he provides his presence? Come on. See, I'll go as far as to say that Jesus, that God himself wanted us to experience his presence so badly that he was willing to die for it. Can I tell you that Jesus came down from a throne in heaven to get crucified and humiliated by his own creation for he, he became our sacrifice so we can step into his presence. See, Jesus' sole purpose for coming down to earth was to build a relationship with us. A lot of times as Christians, I believe that we forget the whole core of this thing, the whole essence of this thing. See, we get caught up with day-to-day -day things and we forget that this whole thing is wrapped up into a relationship with God.
Can I tell you today that without the presence of God, this will be just a motivational speech. Can I tell you today that without the presence of God, this would just be another religion. But because we have the presence of God, how many of you know that there is power in this place? How many of you guys know that chains must be broken in this place? Oh, I wish there was somebody that was grateful in this place. I wish that there was somebody in this place that knew the God that would protect you from anything. Come on, everything is found in his presence. See, a lot of times I believe that we fall in love with the gifts, but not the gift giver. I, I think that we, that, that we lose focus of God. We fall in love with his freedom. We fall in love with his peace. We fall in love with his joy. But we don't fall in love with God himself. Can I tell you today that the presence of God is all that we need? Come on, somebody say there's hope in his presence. A lot of you guys might say... Faye, you know, I hear that all the time at church. I've been coming for a while. The presence of God. What is the presence of God? What does that really mean? Turn to your neighbor and tell them, I'm glad you came tonight. See, I believe that the presence of God is a lot more than just lifting up your hands. It's a lot more than just singing a cute song that's on the, uh, on the screen. Can I tell you that? The presence of God is so much more than those things. Those things are great. Those things are amazing. But I believe that those things just enter us into the presence of God. But it is not the presence of God. It's like opening a, it's like opening a door. That, that Raising up your hands and singing is a key. And we open the door. But how many of you guys know that you have to take a step in to the house to get in? For example, no, not for example, too. <laughs> I was going to go somewhere, but I was like, no, you guys aren't going to get it. You guys aren't ready for that. Are you guys ready? Come on, tell your neighbor that we're going to go deep tonight. We're going to go deep. So I need, I need your undivided attention right now. We're back in school. Faye 101. Come on, let's get it. See, I believe that the presence of God starts with knowing God's promises. See, if we do not know God's promises, then we cannot move forward. I believe that it starts with knowing his promises, and therefore that leads to believing his promises. And after believing his promises, we can trust his promises. Come on, are you guys with me? For example, this stage... I acknowledge that it was a stage. I acknowledge that it could, it could withstand 215 pounds of straight American beef. I believe, I, I believed, so therefore I acted on my belief and I stood on this stage. See, after that, I did not have to worry about this stage crumbling down because of the fact that I put my trust in it. I put my confidence in it. Can I tell you today that you cannot have a true intimate relationship with God if you do not acknowledge his promises, believe him, and then trust him. See, a lot of times we stop after step one. A lot of times we stop after step one because step two takes some effort. And we've grown on it in, a, in a generation that wants everything handed to us, wants everything given to us on a plate. 
But can I tell you, to have a true intimate relationship with God, it's going to take some effort. Come on, turn to your neighbor and tell them there's effort. Can I tell you that just because you know of God does not mean that you trust him. If you want to be in the presence of God, to be in true relationship with God, it's going to take some of our own efforts. See, God tells, in his, God tells us in his word, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. He tells us to draw near to him, not because, I believe, not because he wants us to earn his presence or because he wants us to beg for it. But he wants to see who amongst us really wants this relationship with this God. Who really wants it? See, in any relationship in life, it's going to take effort for it to work. My relationship with Jesenia only works because I put effort into it. Come on, are you still with me? See, I love what Pastor Witt said last week. She said that there's a difference between those who God loves and those who God's hand is upon. I believe it's the same thing with his presence. I believe that there's a difference between those that know of God and those that truly seek his face. See, to seek his face, to go into the depths of God's heart, to know God's mystery, it's going to take some digging. How many of you guys have dug a hole before? See, that's hard work. For you guys that know, that's hard work. I did that one time and I never did it again. I was like, yo, don't ever call me for this again. You're tripping. See, I can compare it to digging, digging, for, 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 digging for God's face, digging for the presence of God. I believe that you can compare it as if you were digging in the ground and you were seeking a treasure that was buried on the ground. See, you're, 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 you're digging through this dirt. But can I tell you today that as you begin digging, like I said earlier, you're not digging because you must earn his presence. But can I tell you today that as you start digging, you start realizing that the dirt that you're pushing is our own selfishness, is our own pride, is our own laziness. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Does anybody know that there is a God in this place that wants to break these things off of us? See, our own pride, our own selfishness, our own desires creates, create this layer of dirt between us and God's presence. So we got to dig. Come on. Who wants to put in effort? Come on, come on. See, I say all of this, and this is all so important, that we must acknowledge his promises that we must believe them and that we must trust him to to point you to to my main point and which my main point is that i believe that there that for every situation that you go through there is hope but that hope is only found in his presence see if we do not know that we must acknowledge god believe god then trust him how can we truly step into his presence see i'm giving you the blueprint to be able to go into your closet to be able to seek god's face alone i'm giving you the blueprint that when anything when life hits you when life hits you you can go into a quiet place and you can think about a promise of God and therefore choose to believe it and therefore it leads to a trust come on somebody say there's hope in his presence let me get some water I'm thirsty I never knew that this gets you this thirsty bro 
in Psalms 16, 11, it says, you have shown me the path to life and you make me glad. By being near to me, sitting at your right side, I will always be joyful. In Psalms 73, 28, it says, for me, it is good to be near God. Today, I want to give you three reasons why we need the presence of God and how we can provide the hope, how his presence can provide the hope that we need. Number one, I believe that God wants to be your refuge today. In Psalms 46, 1 through 3, it says, God, you are such a safe place to find refuge. You're a proven help in time of trouble. More than enough and always available when I need you. See, aren't you glad that we serve a God that is not a human? Because a human will always fail you. Any human will always fail you. See, a lot of times you might have tried to seek out uh, advice from somebody, but they weren't available. But how many of you know that in God's word it says that he is always available. He is always on time. He sees everything that you're going through. God does not sleep. God does not slumber. God has not forgotten about you, but he sees you and he makes himself available. I wish there was somebody in this place that was grateful for a God that is always available available see when I read about a refuge the first thing that comes to my mind is back in the days when there was uh, the big buildings with the knights you know and these walls that nobody could penetrate through when you go to war but my second my second uh, thing that comes to my mind when I think about refuge is here in Miami-Dade when we get to hurricane season. Come on, how many of you guys love hurricane season? See, I knew you guys would love that because of the fact that you guys don't got to go to school if there's a hurricane. When I was your age, I didn't care if a Category 55 came and destroyed everything as long as I didn't have to go to school. It didn't matter. See, hurricane season is when us in Miami here... We, we put our shutters up and we buy about 200 gallons of water. We buy at least food for the next 10 years. Come on, how many of you guys know that we're a little extra here in Miami? Un poquito, come on. Tell your neighbor, only in Dade. See, no matter what picture comes to mind when you think of a refuge, we can all agree that a refuge is a safe place. See, God is a safe place from anything that tries to harm us. See, if you, if you step into the presence of God, you will understand that you are his child. And if you know that you are his child, just like an earthly father, there is a heavenly father that will do anything to protect you. See, there's a promise of God in his word. Come on, like I said earlier, we must know the promises of God. There's a promise of God that says that no weapon against you will prosper. So I can tell you today that you can be confident and you could get, you could be assured that no matter what hits you in life, that God promises that it will not end you, that no weapon against you shall prosper. He did not say that things would not come and attack you, but he did promise that will not end you. Come on, somebody get excited for that. See, knowing God as our refuge enables us to trust him more freely. It always goes back to trust because without trust, we can't truly step into the presence of God. See, we can stand completely 
completely confident knowing that we don't have to fear anyone or every situation that might come our way. See, I, as I was writing this message, God, God put a, a word in my heart. And I believe that this is for somebody in this place today. There, can I tell you something about fear? I believe that a lot of you guys in here are struggling with fear. A lot of you guys in this place are struggling with anxiety. But can I tell you something about fear today? In Psalms 23, it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. But I'm going to repeat that. I, even no matter what. Oh, my bad. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, can I tell you today that fear might try to come and intimidate you. Fear might come and try to hinder you. But can I tell you that it's only a shadow, that fear is not real, that there is a God that crushed fear 2,000 years ago on the stage, that fear is now under your feet. Oh, I wish there was somebody in this place that knew that fear was an illusion, that fear is under your feet. See, there's no situation we'll ever face that is out of God's control. In Proverbs 18.10, it says, The name of the Lord is a fortified tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. Man, I feel so blessed waking up and knowing that there's a refuge that I could go to no matter what. See, not only is the presence of God a refuge for us, but as we take refuge in him, he provides us rest. See, my second point is we can find rest. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, it says, Come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Come on, who loves resting in this place? Who loves sleeping? Who likes doing absolutely nothing? Yeah, I'll, I'll raise my hand for that. Jasenia's shaking her head, but for sure, she should definitely raise her hand because she doesn't even like driving. How many of you guys heard that? <laughs> See, resting is, is a beautiful thing. When, when I think about resting, I always think about this one time. See, this one time, there was a student here in Brave Youth. I'm not going to say his name to, to, you know, honor his reputation or whatever. I don't want to put him on the spot, but you got to say it, say it? No, I'm playing. I'm not going to say it. See, this student for months, probably years, would ask me, Faye, when are we going to go to the gym? Faye, when are we going to go to the gym? Faye. And I, in my mind, in my mind, I was like, man, this kid cannot hang. Why does he want to go to the gym so bad? So he kept bugging me. So then I finally told him I crushed his little dreams. And how many of you guys know that it feels good to get something off your chest that you've been holding for a while? So finally I told him. I was like, Manny, you can't hang. What are you talking about? Come on, let's be for real. <laughs> See, there was this one time that me and, ha me and Manny went to the gym and... I told him, I was like, yo, all right. He kept bugging me, so I was like, okay, so meet me at the gym at 7 a.m. Come on. So whatever, Manny pulls up, 
and he pulls up with all this bunch of equipment. That boy came in sleeves. That boy came with his gym bag, with his little shakes, with his little water. I was like, bro, come on. It's not that serious. It's just the gym. See, I told him that we were going to do back, and he brought wraps for his legs. I was like, what are you doing? But whatever. As the workout goes on, the, the first exercise, I usually like to feel the muscle and warm up with it. See, after and we're walking towards the second exercise, I hear Manny say, wow, this is a, yo, I'm already feeling it, bro. This is a great workout. I was like, bro, we just started. <laughs> so like two hours into it, like two hours into it, we're about to finish and we're on our last exercise. And I already see Manny dying. <laughs> like the, the bar usually weighs probably like 20 pounds and he couldn't even lift that. He could not even lift that. He was dying. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, yo, Manny, go get the 40-pound dumbbells because we need it for our next exercise. Come on, let's go. And then it's been like 10 minutes. I'm like, where the heck did this guy go? So I look. I'm looking for him. You know, I'm like, yo, where this guy got? And then I see him, and I see him leaned over on the dumbbells. Just like, <gasps> I was like, bro come on I was like yo hurry up bro let's go at beginning at first I felt bad for him but then I was like nah it's Manny I don't care so come on Manny let's go hurry up can I tell you that a lot of times in life we carry so much school jobs families emotions especially as a teenager life can be so confusion I mean life can be so confusing my bad <laughs> Life can be so confusing, and it can be more than we can handle. I don't even remember what I said. See, I believe as a teenager, you carry a lot of things, and sometimes it might be more than we handle. But can I tell you that in, 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 in the spiritual sense, there's a time that we need a rest. I believe that Jesus came to this earth to bring us rest. I believe that he came so we can come to a place where we don't have to struggle with our own burdens, but we can lay him at his feet, knowing that we can exchange our baggage for his rest. Does anybody believe that here? Once again, I want to tell you about another promise. See, God promises in Romans 8.28, it says, all things work together for the good of those that love God. See, I can, I can walk confidently knowing that whatever bad or good happens in my life, that God is working it out for me. God is working it out in my favor. Is there anybody that's grateful that we have a God that regardless of our mistakes, regardless of our failures, that he still chooses, even though we do not deserve it, that he still chooses to work it out for our good. I believe that we could trust God with any burden. Come on, does anybody believe that? See, God is so good because not only can we find hope of a refuge, which will give us rest, but I believe that as we're in that rest, God refreshes us. How many of you guys know that Manny not only needed some rest after that workout, but that boy needed some water? That boy was thirsty. 
But let me tell you, let me stop picking on Manny real quick. He might have been thirsty, but not as thirsty as some of y'all in here. I've been watching y'all. Let's go a little further. See, a lot of you guys think that you can play sports and you're good at basketball, but all you guys are garbage. See, 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 every week, week after week after week, I come here and I have to teach you a lesson in this basketball court and I have a messed up knee, so you can't beat me with one leg, imagine with two. But that's a conversation for later. If you think that you're worthy, we can talk about it after service, but not right now. See, in Psalms 23, 1, two, one through 3, it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. See, I got a confession to make. If there's one, is anybody in this place technology friendly? Does anybody like technology and all that, blah, blah, blah? iPhone, iPhone, raise your hand. Androids, and don't raise your hand, Androids, don't raise your hand. Uh, there's no androids do not belong in brave church I'm sorry you gotta throw them away <laughs> see I have a confession uh, I am not technology friendly if there's one thing I hate more than anything besides the devil is technology I get frustrated every time it does not work because let me break it down to you I believe that technology does not have to worry about it eating, about going to work, about resting, about relationships. Technology doesn't have to worry about nothing. It just has to work. So it confuses me when my Wi-Fi is not working. I, it only has one job. It has one purpose in life and it's not completing it. You can see I'm passionate about that because I cannot stand it. I cannot stand pressing the refresh button and nothing happening. How many of you guys do this? You press the refresh button, it doesn't work, so you keep pressing and pressing and pressing and pressing and pressing. Man, I hate lagging. I hate all of that. I can't stand technology. If you need help with technology, please don't ever call me because I will punch it, throw it on the ground, and... How many of you guys know that when you hit it, it works? That's the confusing part. I don't understand. I don't understand that. See, I believe, I got, I got a little conspiracy theory. I believe that technology does feel and it does have feelings. Because how is it that when I hit it, it works? Come on, it gets scared. What other reason is there? But can I tell you that there's good news today? See, God is a refresh button like no other. See, there is no lagging with God. See, the most tired, the most burdened, the most weak soul can come into his presence. And in an instant, heaven will come down and refresh you. How many of you guys know that it is true? A simple touch of his presence, a simple touch of his presence will cause his spirit to come upon you and provide you with the love, with the grace, with the for forgiveness, with the mercy, with anything that you need, God will provide it in his presence. See, if you're in the brick of, whole, of, uh, if you're in the brick of giving up today, if you are about to give up in life or in any situation, can I tell you that there is hope? 
and his hope is found in his presence. Come on, somebody say there's hope. So many times have I felt confused, have I had to be, uh, make the, a big decision. So many times I, I felt burdened, and, it, and all it took was me for, to take a step into his presence. And in an instant, God refreshed my soul. See, what seemed, that was so, what seemed so big before I got into his presence becomes so small because I can compare it to the size of my God. See, next to God, my issues are not that big. But you will not know that unless you step into his presence. Come on. See, my last promise tonight, it says, in John 7, 37, anyone who believes in me may come and drink, and, living, and rivers of living water will flow from his heart. Can I tell you the best part about this verse? See, that there is no qualification to, for, to drink from this living water. You don't have to be special today. You don't have to be a pastor today. You don't have to be perfect. Matter of fact, you could have messed up today. And all you have to do is believe and take a step into his presence. Come on, because of his presence, there is hope. And there's no other place that I've found hope but his presence. It always brings me back to... Like I said earlier, 11 years ago, I was sitting right there where you are. And I wanted to take my life as a 14-year-old kid. A 14-year-old kid should not go through that. Nobody should go through that. But a teenager, to want to take his life, your life hasn't even started yet. I was depressed. I was beaten down. But I was invited to a church service. And in that church service... I felt the presence of God for the first time in my life. And automatically, I felt chains break. Automatically, I felt a shift in my life. Can I tell you, if today you are struggling with anything, there is nothing that the presence of God cannot overcome. See, the presence of God is all that we need. Today... I want to give you guys a chance to step into his presence. So with every head bowed and every eye closed. As I close today, I believe that Jesus wants to be intimate with you. The only place we can find hope is in his presence. See, the presence of God should be the first place we run to, not a last resort. Today, Jesus wants you to run into his presence. I want to call two different type of people today. I want to give the opportunity to those who have not trusted God with their life to do so. To make that decision with no one looking around. If, you, if you, we have acknowledged what his presence has for us today. But let's not stop there. Let's put 
action behind our belief and trust him with your life. If that's you, if you say, I want to trust God with my life. I, I'm struggling with these things. I, wanna, I want God to redeem me. I want God to set me free. I want to experience his true presence. If that's you and you want to give your life to God, on the count of three, raise your hand. One, two, three. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that hand. Thank you. See, the second people, out, the second group of people out, I, wa I want to pray for tonight. See, as the leaders come up to the front, we want to have a time of prayer. If the leaders could just line up right here. See, I believe today that God wants to be your refuge, wants to give you rest, and wants to refresh you. If there is anybody in this place that needs God for three for, for matter of fact for anything but if you need God to be your refuge today if you need a rest for your soul if you need a strength to be refreshed can you at the count of three can you step to the front and get with a leader because we want to break chains off of you we want to be able to help you step into his presence where God will set you free on the count of three if you need that if you need God to be your refuge if you need God to be your rest or if you need God to refresh you on the count of three run to this altar one two three come on would you just lift your hands to heaven right now dear Jesus God we just thank you for what you did tonight, God. We thank you for the reminder, Lord, that you are our refuge, you are our rest, and you refresh our lives. How many of you believe that there is the power in your tongue, right? When you make declarations over your life, come on, would you repeat it with me in confidence today? Repeat these words, say, God. No, 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 no. Like, like I want you to say it like you're declaring war on the enemy. Say, God, you are my refuge God you are my rest God you refresh my life oh God I thank you today that you are my refuge I thank you that you give me rest I thank you that you refresh my life Lord I thank you for every single hand that said yes to Jesus God I pray that we would take this message into our schools tomorrow God and we would begin to live it out God that we would begin to trust you we would begin to acknowledge your promise we would continue to be obedient and say yes to you if you believe that would you give God a shout of praise tonight come on yeah come on man isn't God so good come on turn your neighbor just touch him on the shoulder say ain't God good come on hey one more time tonight can we give it up for the preacher Faye tonight who brought the word hey thank you so much for being here tonight listen if you want to register for the weekend I want to tell you it's going to be like tonight but it's going to be way better than tonight so you want to make sure that you register thank you so much for coming tonight if you said yes to Jesus I want you to find one of these leaders up here and tell them and they're going to point you to our begin classes you don't want to miss it hey we hope that you are here next week we love you and we will see you next week thanks for coming tonight Thanks for hanging out with us. If you like this message, hit subscribe and stay connected by visiting us at brave.guide. We'll see you next time. And remember, no turning back. The best is yet to come.